yeah, it's the the hero we actually should have gotten from this last Star Wars trilogy is, you know, stepped into the role. He stepped into the shoes. And I'm trying to, I guess, I, I think it started with the Ahmad Aubrey stuff, or did it start with the My Man in Central Park? I just remember getting on Twitter one day, and he just said, oh, excuse my language, people. Did you mean to record? Because we're, cause yeah, we're yeah. recording. Yeah. Okay, cool. All right, he so yeah. Said, um, fuck racists. Right. And then I remember people coming at him all crazy, and he was like, you know, I didn't say, you know, F white people. I didn't say F. He said, I said F racist. And he just went off like, yo, these Star Wars movies got y'all, excuse my language, fucked up about who I am. That's right. And he was like, this is something I don't tolerate. And then this thing started to transpire with the George Floyd and, you know, more people coming out with their accounts of what's happened to them. And, you know, our our brothers and sisters in London, they're no stranger to racism and police brutality as well. Right. I turn around and our boys in the streets. In the the pe Amongst the people. Yeah, standing on, on you know cars, and he's talking not crazy, but he's saying what what needs to be said. And then I got to thinking like, and I started thinking about the marketing leading up to the Force Awakens, and I had to go back and watch these trailers because I couldn't really articulate. I knew what I felt, and I remember. So I went back and I watched that first trailer for the Force first Force Awakens. Okay. Did you rewatch it? Uh, yeah, yeah. I I, I remember it now, just like uh, when we first saw it. And uh, well, the first thing the you saw feelings. on that screen, him. And I'll never forget seeing a black man is the first thing I saw for a Star Wars film. Right. And I got excited. And then Same. I started, and I remember thinking, okay, so so this is where we're going. And then the second trailer is a bit more Ray, you know, with the um. With the woman asking, "Who are you?" and then Luke talking about, you know, I I have a Jedi, my father and my sister, and I don't. I maybe it was supposed to be some misdirection, but then that third trailer comes out, and that third trailer ends with him powering up that lightsaber, getting ready to take on Kylo Ren. Right. Then there was the I remember, I'll never forget the Entertainment Weekly magazine. He is on the cover holding the lightsaber. Right. Then I'll never forget the CNET article. And it clearly said the new face of Star Wars. So in my mind, okay, that's it. This is the hero. He is the main dude. We got a black Jedi. And I have always looked at Star Wars as the crown gem of science fiction, fantasy. Like, you know, I'm pretty sure there's some Star Trek fans listening to this. They'll say, oh, well, you know what? Look, Star Trek is cool and all. Mm -hmm. Star Trek ain't Star Wars. It's the truth. Star truth. Trek ain't pulling in a billion dollars the movie theaters. As bad as those prequels were, and they were bad, they made money hand over foot. Yeah. yeah as bad as those prequels were, do you remember the music video for Phantom Menace? <clears throat> Duel of the Fates? Uh, the music? Of course. I love that music. But do you remember how that music video for the uh, Qui-Gon Jinn and uh, Darth Maul and Obi-Wan fight? That joint was on TRL number one for weeks. I don't remember that, but wow, it, it, oh, it was a big that big deal. I'll never forget. Every week, every day I tuned in because you got to see clips from the movie and hear a dope right. song. The orchestra was incredible. It totally and was. I ain't never seen no Star Trek have a music video be on TRL like yeah. 
for folks that might <laughs> underestimate, like Star Wars is a pop culture phenomenon. And yeah. for that marketing team, and let's let's be real, to mislead, maybe some people want to say, oh, it was misdirection. Yo, you clearly put a black man at the forefront and, and made it seem like he was going to be a Jedi. He was going to be the star of the show. And I'll never forget halfway through that movie when I realized that was not coming. I, I was tapped out. And that was one yeah. of the main reasons I've never been able to like really get into this latest trilogy because I got more of the same. Granted, there's nothing to take away from women. It was dope that you got a female lead. You got a uh, a woman as a Jedi, heir to the Skywalker throne in some respects. But you portrayed it in the lead up that it was going to be a black man. Mm-hmm. And I just and then I remember the part when Han Solo's asking Finn, you know, how does he know about the facilities? And he's like, well, I was the janitor or maintenance, whatever we use. But basically, you was the janitor. And then it was just like a a, a gut punch, like, oh. My man is comic even. relief. Right. That's what he's here for. Right. Here's the deal. Um, I had similar feelings to um same thing. I remember watching the, the 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 trailer and seeing his face on the screen, and I remember all the Star Wars fanboy hate online after that, like, oh, here comes the SJW's virtue signaling again. Uh, you know, leave Star Wars alone. Uh, there's no need for uh, social justice warrior stuff here, whatever. And whenever they're whining, that's like that's like sugar in my breakfast coffee. Yeah. I love that stuff. I love it. So I remember that. And um, and after seeing the movie, I remember feeling. I don't. Want, I don't know. If, I don't know if "let down" is the word I want to say. Is the phrase I want to use? I just. I. I remember thinking, man, I was hoping it was going to be more, more Finn. Uh, and this is not a knock on Ray, um, but I was hoping it was going to be more Finn because I wanted a black face as the lead. Um, for the Star Wars franchise, uh, you know, people always. You know, you know, coming back from back in the day when I first started watching, when I first beca- uh, got an interest in Star Wars, you know, people would mention, you know, you know, uh, what's his Lando, face? Lando, and it's like Lando, um, he did what he had to do in regards to the the whole thing with with Darth Vader, but he screwed his friend over. He was a shady uh, businessman. He was a shady, and he like, and he's a shady, and like, and he's like, dog, you, you got the one black man in, in the entire galaxy here involved in some skullduggery. You got him involved <laughs> in some sideways business. The one black dude in the entire franchise, or as our is, like, as our you know elders would say, because we both because we get some foolish business, some foolishness. Right, right. I'm like, come on, the one dude. Um, and then, and then, and I'm not. And, I'm, and and this is no knock on Ahmed Best because he literally suffered. Oh, man. And listen, listen, listen. Ahmed Best suffered as a result of that role. Mental I, health I bet issues. You, mental health issues, yeah. He, you know, I know he wouldn't want to walk back that check, but oh, he walking would, back that role, he's, he probably wouldn't do that role again. He'd have made some suggestions to the script, even though right. at the time you'd be like, who are you? And he'd have right. to... Ah, you're right. 
Yeah. So right. Ahmed, so I, I felt bad for Ahmed. You know, Jar Jar Binks is the worst character in Star Wars lore completely. Um, but that being said, the hate that Ahmed Best underwent as a result of that, I, I was not a fan of that. It's like, you know, this man is just trying to break in. Um, and he's, you know, he's like, listen, you know, he, he did what he had to do. Um, it's easy for us to stand on the other side and, you know, call him a sellout and stuff like that. And he did not deserve the hate that he got. And neither did, neither did, uh, Kelly Tran for her portrayal as, as Rose Tico. So, okay. Um, now, before yeah. you get complete to her, cause this is going to take him to the last Jedi. Mm-hmm. The last Jedi is a phenomenal movie. Okay. All the hate that it got, I didn't understand it. It was right. great. And then. I was like, there was a. Do you remember when Finn's about to sacrifice himself? Yeah, I said, all right, cool. If the brother can't be the Jedi, at least go out like a martyr. You gonna have your day. And then Kelly <laughs> Tran stops him, <laughs> and I'm like, no, no. <laughs> this is no shade to her because yo, she was dope. What they did yeah. to her into the the rise of Skywalker, that horrible dumpster fire of a movie. <laughs> was a travesty. J.J. Abrams, it almost seemed like everything Rian Johnson tried to do right in The Last Jedi, they tried to walk it back. She was so dope in The Last Jedi, and y'all gave her that minuscule role, especially after all the hate she suffered online. Had to delete all her social media accounts. Yeah. Star Wars fans are some of the most toxic. Oh, the worst toxic fans, man. They're, they're, and I, I think it hurts my heart. Words. Yeah, that, that hurts my heart. It's like for a franchise that I've loved since I've been a fan since day one. Since I've been a fan since May of nineteen seventy eight, five years of May of nineteen seventy seven. Excuse me, and um, that that hurts my heart, man. I, it's just it's it's it's. I, I realize it's a movie, and I realize it's it's bigger than a movie because yeah, it's bigger you know, than a movie. of what it it, it, what it represents. You know, it's a cultural phenomenon. Um, but I think that these fanboys, um, they, it really is a, and I'm not going to take us too far left with this. Um, but these fanboys are nothing but a reflection of what society has become. These, these incel, these incel type dudes who, uh, who, who get gratification from, I don't know, uh, Owning the libs or owning that the social justice stuff too. That gatekeeping stuff, exactly, exactly. Like you can't, um, you don't have the access I have to this because right. I've read more books about it or participated right. in more <laughs> chat discussions about no mother ever. Right. I like this, and if right, I hate it. I hate gatekeeping. Yeah. Like so, this yeah. weekend at work, I brought in um the Harley Quinn movie. Which isn't okay. as bad as everybody made it out to be. And, it, and okay. folks, I promise you, we're not getting off the Star Wars stuff. We're just trying to, you know, bring light to something. And I brought in Infinity War. Okay. And there was this one kid that just kept asking questions. Who's this person? Who do they know? And in in, in all this other stuff. And he was getting mad. Like, yo, stop asking questions. And I told the kids, I was like, nah, man, let this dude ask questions. I love when kids, especially people of color, black kids, specifically boys mm-hmm. and girls, get into science fiction, comics, yeah. fantasy and I and I pulled the kid aside and I answered every single question he had about all these different characters, right? Because I, that joy that I have had growing up with these things, and just you know diving into it head first, I want them to experience it. The more people that can experience it, that the better. I love it. I love it. Want so to pass I hate, it along, man? Yes, yes. Pass this along to everybody, right? But and 
I just doesn't want to touch me because I felt like, and I don't know if this was a, a specifically a Star Wars thing or a Lucasfilm things, but it seemed like they were trying to like dip their toe into diversity and inclusion, mm-hmm. but never wanted to just completely jump in the deep end. And I know folks <sighs> will say, oh, but they made a woman the lead Jedi. Okay. Right. They made a white woman the lead Jedi. And I know right. they did Rogue One. And you had some diversity in that movie, but it's very right. easy to, and I don't want to pit any one group against one another. Right. But you could have had Ray be as important to this thing as she is and mm-hmm. still made Finn of a Jedi. Right. And this is just honestly, like when we talk about the hierarchy of different things and, and superheroes and comic books and fantasy, you know, being a Jedi is probably like what? Tier one? Duh. That's some tier one ish right there. People have taken it so far, and as big and as big as a Star Wars fan as I am, you know I'm not all like all to this uh, extent. People have made Jedi a religion. Yes, a, a religion. So yes, being a Jedi is tier one. So like, let's say like now at this point, if you're an Avenger, that's a tier one thing. A right. Jedi is tier one. Right. If you rocking with Batman, that's some tier one stuff right there. So if they have came out, here you go really with that Batman stuff. plug. Dark Knight, man. I love it. You're, you're nothing if not consistent. I love it. Right right now. And, this, and actually, this is DC's fault. If you go into a comic store right now, right. there's probably six or seven different Batman comic books. Right. And that is their problem. They have relied so much on this dude that right. it's almost like they've forgotten that. Like, yo, y'all got a bunch of other people that y'all could put out there. True, true. But like, so if, if Lucas would have jumped in head first, said, "Yo, this is a black Jedi," and it's not Mace Windu. He's not on the council, and you'll see him every day. Like, nah, he's you know, Star Wars is, is a trio type thing. He is part of the trio, and he's a Jedi, and he's good at this ish. I feel like if they'd have just jumped in, took the slings and arrows, you'd be past it. You'd either have to watch it and like it, or watch it and not like it, but you're still gonna watch it. Uh, then, here's here's two. Go ahead, do your thing, and I, I got two quick points. Go ahead. And then with the LGBT, I want to make sure I get my my letters right. LGBTQ, correct. Community, they show like a kiss here and there, real quick. Ooh, just one at the end. At the end, and back <laughs> off, and it was like, okay, we did it. And then they like they waited for what the reaction was going to be, and then just took a side breath, like, ah. and it was like, nah, this this isn't the forties and fifties where. You might have Shirley Temple on screen with a black man, and how are we going to get away with this? You can dive head first. And I don't want to say that Marvel is perfect in this, because they're not. Right. But you can go look it up. Feige wanted to do Black Panther earlier than when it was done. He wanted to do Marvel early. Oh, we're going to do an episode on Ike Perlmutter and his notorious racism, and how finally Disney like had to be like, look, we you got to get up out of here. Oh wow! Oh yeah! Oh, yeah! Okay, I look forward to. Okay, yeah, yeah, I look forward to that. Me and you are definitely gonna have that conversation, but there's a reason why a lot of things didn't get done till later than they did. Okay. But when it came time to do it, yo, they went all in with Black Panther. They went, and I boy did the Marvel stuff is tricky because, you know, Wonder Woman came out prior to that, but they already had their plans to do it. Right. But yo, to go in the way they did with Black Panther is big. While you've got Star Wars over here, which has the cultural cachet to say, you know what? They could have said, finish the dude, and you would have just had to eat it. 
Yeah. It wasn't like a fledgling movie production no. company. Like, oh, you're just going to deal with it, right? You're going to deal with it. And you would have still made your billion dollars. Right. Uh, here's my point about 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 John Boyega and Finn. Uh, a, um, he, all that to say is that I don't blame him for doing what he did. Um, he played the role that he played. Uh, was he a lot of times more comedic? Sure. Uh, more comedic than I would have liked him to be. Yes. I'm, I'm not going to say comedic, but more comedic than I would like him to be, you know, but then again, you know, you and I wanted him to be the center. I wanted him to be the next Luke Skywalker type exactly. type person. Um, so that being said, he, I remember watching a, an interview with him, with his boys on the red carpet and they were, uh, interviewing him about like, okay, well, how do you feel? Do you feel like, you know, you have an image to uphold to, you know, now that you're next, you know, in this, this, this franchise. And I remember him distinctly saying, he's like, image, man, I'm in star Wars. I'm a guy from Peckham. You know what I mean? I'm a, you know, basically from the gutter in Peckham, yeah. in, you know, London. He's like, I'm from Peckham. And he, and he went and left that, that reporter standing there, looked stuck on stupid and went and, you know, partied up with his boys on camera from his boys that his, his day ones from Peckham. So I'm like, you know what? He made his money, got his family, you know, got himself and his family financially stable. Um, and now he's done with it. So I don't, I don't blame him for making his, uh, for making his money. Um, second thing, you know, the, I, the, uh, I know in my heart, a, a huge reason, a huge reason that he was not put in front because how would play in China? Because that would not have played well in China. Did you ever see the movie posters for China versus the movie posters for everywhere else? No, I bet you he's not in it. So the regular, I think it's the Force Awakens movie poster. He has a, a good size, you know, image of himself. Right. The one for China, he is very, very tiny. Mm-hmm. Extremely tiny. Yep. And that's not and, an accident. And that's not an accident. And I think progress over there, that's something I can't control. I wish it would be different. Right. Worst come to worst, you just had to re-edit the movie. Right. And see, is 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 that a victory? I don't think so. I was like, listen, if he's the guy, then he's the guy. He's the, and you're right. You're right. You're 100% right. It's like, my you just only, eat it. You're going to eat it. My only retort would be. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry, because my only retort would be I'm worried about the way things are here and for him, the way things are in his country. That's a whole country of a billion people. And there's probably, I don't, I'm not even, that's a billion people over there that don't look like us. Right. But, you know, hey, look at what's the name? Look at, you know, this is a, a sports aside. Look at Stefan Marbury, you know. You're uh, 100% right. You know, he went over there and, you know, he's as black as they come from Brooklyn. And he is, uh, you know, he's a cultural guy over there. You know, yeah. So, like, he he could. If, but, you know, I think John, you know, being darker skinned. Yeah. Uh, str- yeah. Yeah. Straight up African. You know what I mean? Uh, unapologetically African, I think that would have, you know, that would not have played well over there. Well, that is um, the man who's proud of his Yoruba uh, heritage. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Um, so I'm not mad at John uh, for doing anything he's done. Uh, I'm I'm kind of mad at, I don't know, the end of the, the whole trilogy, I'm the end of the whole series. Just I'm mad at stuff like him riding that, 
horse thing in the middle of space. Oh man, on a ship. <laughs> on a ship. I'm mad at stuff like that. I was glad to see the uh, I don't know the, the sister's name, who was his uh uh and his castmate. I don't even was was she his love interest or not really his love interest? Was he still with Kelly Tran? Because they threw that it's in so there vague. Too. It's I don't like know. Were, I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know what they wanted to do. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I don't know what they wanted to do with that. They didn't know what they wanted to do with that young man, right? And 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 and, and let's let's get let's go and do a, a complete deep dive. Um, I've seen people that really wanted Finn and Ray as a love interest. I've also seen uh, a huge section of the internet that said Finn and Poe. Should have been a love interest. The two dudes, you know what I mean? And I even think I saw Oscar Isaac talking about the fact that the trilogy, the, the series, it. he wanted it. He was like, you know, they missed a huge opportunity. I don't know if he said it in, in, in as explicitly as we're talking about it right now, but he definitely hinted strongly that this is a, a, a huge opportunity that they missed. Um but whatever, you know, it is what it is. Um, I'm just looking forward to the, f- I'm looking forward to seeing if, and I believe Jordan Peele, I believe black Hollywood when they say it, but I want to see, I really want to see it when they said, we got your back. Okay. That's great. That's great. Let's see when it's time to cast in these next big budget productions that these black producers are making. Uh, I just want to make sure that John, I want to see John get, I want to see them get his bat like they said they did. They they said they would on Twitter. That's all I'm that saying. That is what I'm fearful of because I saw him say, I don't know if I'm going to have a career after this, but, you mm-hmm. know, F it. And the scary part is I think one of the few dudes that can guarantee he'll have a career is Tyler Perry. Mm-hmm. And I got a whole oh, host Lord. of issues with <laughs> <laughs> please, please. Please. I my tweet out. Oh, you should make John Boyega a static shot and let Tyler Perry produce it. Oh, they were like, man, Tyler Perry could have John Boyega being on his girlfriend and drinking and be like the worst. Please. Oh, please. And, and, John, and, John, and John Boyega's darker skin, too? No, it's a wrap. No. I was watching one of them Tyler Perry movies today, and the storyline was the worst. Like, the mom was. You know, Bro, you did what? Daughter, it was on at work. Want- I didn't have a remote, and I'm just sitting there like, "What in the hell?" Bro, you actually watched some of that? Oh, oh you- man, you know how you get to the end of the shift and there ain't nothing to do but just sit. Yeah, sit true. <laughs> and even the kids was like, "Yo, what is this storyline?" And and I remember back in the '90s, you know, back when I was an, uh, a young adult. Uh, Tyler Perry, before he was all this in the movies, he used to do these stage shows, and um, and I remember it was you know and it, and it always the same way the movies come out right now. He used to have the plays that came out, and you know you would get the people come out uh, downtown, and there was an event, you know, the big event. People come out, and uh, and I remember I'm seeing cats, you know, and, and basically like you know the, the loud suits and and stuff like that. You know how our people do. Yeah, uh, but you know, yeah. God, God bless us. Um, but every show would be like the last. It would be, you know, uh, just I don't know, loud. Uh, there's always one loud gay uh, male uh, 
one it was just never anything subtle it was everything smashed over your head and 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 listen Tyler Perry very typecast now Tyler Perry for he's just not my cup of tea uh by the same token Tyler Perry's made a boatload like he's made enough money where his wallet can choke a rhino you know what I mean? Yeah. He's made a lot of money, and he's provided, he's made, he's created a lot of opportunities for black actors. So I'm not knocking him. Um, he's just not my, he's just not my type of hype. You know, apparently his, his movies are uh, definitely somebody's type of hype because he's been doing this since, like I said, this is the the mid '90s. Um, but no, I don't want to see anything with Tyler Perry and John Boyega. I want to see, I want to see John Boyega do things with, like, like I said, Jordan Peele. Um, uh, I'd like to see him with someone like a, like acting alongside like a Jeffrey Wright or something like that. I'm looking for, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're talking about having Jeffrey Wright play W.E.B. Dubois. I want to see that. So now that brings me on to Sun Elder because with everything going on, um, you know, with the COVID, you got everything shut down. And this was sure. supposed to be, this was going to shape up to be a good year for some, you know, some black actors and, and comic books and superhero movies. Right, I was, and I don't know if Falcon and Winter Soldier is getting pushed back. But I know Scarlett Johansson's movie is getting pushed back. What were your thoughts on that when they, when they came out and said like, "Yeah, we're going to give you a run, and you are going to be Captain America"? Uh, I don't think Anthony Mackie has the range. It's crazy because I'm sorry, I don't think so. All right. So, if they stick to the comics, it might work. Because, and I think they're kind of prepping folks for it because they just uh, launched a uh, Falcon, uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier comic book, and he is kind of they're writing him similar to the way Anthony Mackie portrays him in the comic book. I mean, yeah. in the movies. So it's right. almost like they're like tempering your expectation, right? Because when he in the comments when he gets it, the whole the biggest thing is him trying to be like Cap and then kind of figure like I can't do this like Steve Rogers. I got to do this the way I right. Sam Wilson would do it. Right. Um, so I hope they stick with that. But I'm happy because <sighs> it's something I never thought I'd see. Oh, I want. I, I, I listen, listen. That being said, I, I, I don't think and I stand on that. And Anthony Mackie. You know, I'm I'm just you know he's an actor. I'm just someone who watches his movies. Uh, that being said, it's a Marvel movie. I would go see it. Yeah. Um, oh, it's, I, you a, know, it's, it's a Disney Plus thing, right? I, I would. I, it doesn't matter what I think. Yeah. I would go and plunk down my money and see it. Um, and I want him to. I I would love to be proven wrong. Yeah. That being said, Anthony Mackie's character in all the uh, Avengers movies. Other than when he was teamed up with uh, the Winter Soldier, uh, he just seemed to be a sidekick, man. And I'm like, he he did nothing to me to separate himself where I would say, oh, man, he can carry the franchise. Or I could see him as the face of the franchise. He seemed to be just Cap's buddy, you know. Uh, I do everything he does, just except slower, Uh you know, I, I, it was it was okay. Uh, I think the face of the Marvel franchise 
uh, needs to be someone like Black Panther. The Black Panther, I'm like, that's a dominant character that needs to be the face of the franchise. And that's a tough one because I remember Feige said it's going to be Captain Marvel going forward. That's cool. And I was like, okay. And then I was like, but this thing just like steamrolled past a billion dollars. Right. And it was like this critically acclaimed film where Captain Marvel was like, it was all right. I don't want to go there. I was like, it's just, it was just okay. Like, I didn't hate it. No. It I, I wouldn't even say I didn't hate it. It was cool. It wasn't Black Panther cool. And I'm not even saying that because, yo, I'm black. And I'm not saying that because it was a female lead. Like, folks. And I, and I, you know, I always say, like, if you got to toot your horn, this ain't really you. But, like, we're not those dudes. Like, you ain't never going to hear us sit up, hear us be misogynistic, chauvinistic, or none of that. Um, it was it was okay, you know. It was just and, okay. It was just okay. And I feel like, yo, Marvel's kind of got to like read the room, especially right now, like what everything is going on. And I'm not saying adjust what you're doing because of agenda, but the movie was widely like y'all ain't never had no other movies nominated for an Oscar. Let's be and listen. If it wasn't exactly. virtual effects or sound right. track, no, this was nominated for an Oscar for best movie. And like, listen. I was waiting for when when uh, well, that last Avengers movie when Samuel L. Jackson hits the beeper to call for Captain Marvel. I was like, "Oh wow, okay, she's going to come in and she's going to you know she's going to wreck this whole thing." You know what I mean? Captain Marvel's going to. Um, and I was like, you know, I read the Carol Danvers series when I was a kid. Uh, I was just underwhelmed. I don't know if this is Brie Larson. I don't know if it was a thing where they just didn't write the character the way they needed to. I wanted her to, like, okay, well, if she's the person they're calling to rescue all of them, then she needs to dominate. Okay. And uh, she just, I was like, oh, she's just part of of the team. She didn't really distinguish herself to me, like, where she'd be worthy enough to be the one that, she's uh, the one paged to come save everybody. So this is where I got to disagree. When she shows up, that woman flies right through Sovereign and destroys the whole ship. Oh, yeah, she does do that. Then goes toe-to-toe with Thanos, where if that man don't pull that power stone and punch her in the face, it's a wrap. So I think they established her her power level-wise, but I think they run into the same problem that DC had with Superman in Justice League. Okay. As soon as he showed up, it was a wrap. And okay. they're gonna have to distinguish. They're gonna have to give her villains that are at her power level to make. Oh, it she's overpowered. Is what you're saying? Yes. That's why, okay. like, if she doesn't come until the end, because the fight's not a fight if she shows up. Gotcha. You saw how, like, Scarlet Witch holds her own against Thanos. I think a part of that's how angry she is. Right. Because of Infinity War, he just throws away like it's nothing. That woman comes through, and like I said, he doesn't take that power stone out. You know, Tony Stark's probably still alive. Right. So she's got that Superman problem, which I really don't think is a, a really a Superman problem. I think it's a lazy writing problem. Whenever people say, oh, Superman's overpowered. Eh, it's lazy writing. You can get a, get around that. Okay. But well, if, he, he, go ahead. Well, I'm thinking... Um, I'm thinking that 
the face. Well, okay. Well, she's gonna be the face of the franchise. I'm. That's gonna be what it's gonna be. Um, I think then there needs to be. I think that the official face of the franchise will be Brie Larson and um, uh, Captain Marvel. But I think that the people that the one I'm not waiting. I'm not sitting on my hands chopping at the bit waiting for the next Captain Marvel movie. I'm chopping at the bit waiting for the next Black Panther. I agree completely. Um, you know what I mean? I was like, and I don't, and I don't think I'm alone. You know what I mean? Uh, and that's just the way it's going to be. So you can have her as the official face, but uh, the the people, uh, I think people really know that the movies that we're waiting for is the next Black Panther. Now, that being said, um, it's not because she's uh, a woman, because, and I, I'm going to disagree with you on, on DC, the one DC movie I've liked out of all the, the movies they put out as of late was Wonder Woman. Um, I like Wonder Woman ahead of all of them, um, so it's it's not that I think, I think that uh, here you know what and, and let me let, let's let's wrap it up in a nice bow. I like the fact that there's a black man and a and a woman out in front, um, two historically underrepresented um, segments of society. They're out in front, being the faces of these franchises. That's a good thing. Uh, I think there's more than there's more than enough for uh, fame, notoriety, money. There's more than enough for everybody to get their you know a, a good uh, share of the pie. So I'm not mad at all of it. And and you know and I talk reckless on here with you about this stuff, but I'm I'm gonna go see it when we. You know, I'm mad that Scarlet Witch's movie got pushed back. I know Scarlet Johansson. Uh, not Scarlet Witch. Uh, what's her face? Uh, Black Widow's movie got pushed back. I know Scarlett Johansson was probably you know waiting on that big check. She just knew she was getting that check, and then you know COVID hits, and now you know who knows when she's gonna she's gonna get they this money. Pushed it to November this year. Which I'm not even going to sit in no movie theaters in November of this year. Right? No. You know, and I wanted you, to see this movie. Look, I wanted to see it too. You're not getting me in the movie theater to at least next March. Yeah, man. I'm At not least. going to wait until 2021. I'm nah. not paying over $10 to go sit in some dark room next to yeah. a bunch of people. Nah, man. Nah. Nah, <laughs> man. I'm good. I'm good. I'm not doing anything until 2021, bro. It's a wrap for me. Like, like I was just thinking to myself, like, right now is usually the time I'd be driving down to Ocean City, Maryland, and I'm like, you know what? Nah. I'm... Mm-mm. No, God told me this. This time to sit still. I'm gonna sit still because, uh, you see, and this is an aside. Florida just opened back up. Florida also had the biggest surge of co- new COVID cases, um, to date. Nope. I'm all and, set. Uh, that's, a, that's a direct correlation. No, thank you. I'm gonna chill. I'm, I'm good. all set, man. Is it? Yeah. Nah, I'm good. It's too much going on. Yeah, I'll stay home. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I, I like I like the direction that these these franchises are going in. Um, uh, I'd like to see uh, I'd like to see it's it's just gonna be tough. It's gonna be tough for Marvel because you had such dominant um, personalities as the as the torchbearers for the for these these uh, for the, for the the brand. You know, you, you're gonna need you know. Is Anthony Mackie that that guy? You know what I mean? Is Brie Larson that personality? Like, is 
who's your next Robert Downey Jr.? See, that's tough because I kind of think they know that they're in that position, which is why we're getting – I think it's going to be a – all right. Go. So the way the roadmap looks coming up, you get if everything stays as, we're, as it was outlined, you'll get Falcon and Winter Soldier up first. Okay. Then Black Widow. That's a movie. Okay. Then we get WandaVision, I think, December. Okay. Which then leads us, it's what's supposed to lead into Doctor Strange. Um, just connectivity wise, I'm not sure what the place on that movie is, but okay. Eternals is now pushed into next, I think, February or March. Right. And I then I because of the whole COVID thing, I don't know, but it's definitely a Spider Man three, definitely Black right. Panther two, Captain Marvel two, Shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Thor, Love and Thunder, and another Guardians of the Galaxy. And then there were like two question marks, but they had dates penciled in for some other stuff. So I know you know Thor is going to do well. I was going to say, like, the only one I'm really immensely getting up for for all of that is is Thor. Yeah. And then you, I'm, I think. Guardians three will do very well too. Like a lot of people didn't like Guardians two, and as, folks, uh, as a side note, originally when I wanted Jim to come on, we were going to talk about Guardians two because you know it's around fathers and fatherhood and sons, right? And it was going to be around Father's Day, but you know, COVID hit and the world went crazy, and it's right. more important for anybody to be worried about their families and trying to stay safe than us recording a podcast. True story. But I loved Guardians of the Galaxy too. Um, yeah, me too. Personal issues, I you know I got some things me and my pops uh that's that's a relationship I always have some issues with, but I love my pops to death. So anything that has to do with dads really hits me in the hits me in the heart, like a tearjerker. Right. Um, but I thought it was great. Um my boy Mike, who I, I do another show with, did not like it at all. Oh wow. And I d- don't get it. To me, it's it's a, for me, it's like in my Marvel movies, it's top ten. Okay. I uh I I, I um I uh, I like what's I like the end of it. I like the the, the relationship. You know what? When, when it hit me was when he said when he gave Star Lord the helmet and he says, you know, he was your daddy. You know, he was your father, but he'll never be your daddy. Yeah. And I was like, I was like, oh man, you you can't you can't do like that in this theater, bro. You can't <laughs> <laughs> like stop stop it, man. Don't be having me cutting these cutting these damn onions in this theater, bro. That's when you like ah. Oh, I was like, man. stop, man. That's, that's too much. That's, you know, it's like, that's, that's too much. Anybody, I think anybody in general, but like anybody like, like me and my dad are, you know, are pretty close. And we, you know, we've, we've argued in the past, but, you know, he's a, um, one of my, my primary, if not my primary role model. So, you know, anybody with strong feelings with their father is like, oh, come on, bro. Yeah. Uh, when he said that, I was like, you know, uh, I, the only time I can think of another movie where I felt like, uh, you know, a cut to the heart in regards to a father and a son relationship, Mufasa and Simba, when they kill, when they kill Mufasa, um, bruh, I've watched that movie once. I can't, I can't watch that movie again. Did you watch um, the remake? Nah, man. That, that don't look garbage, brother. Straight Basura, bro. You watched that? Yes. Um, it wasn't bad. Here's the thing. Don't go in expecting the exact same film. You don't right. go expect the next same film. It's fine. I actually think they did some things. They expand upon the relationship between Mufasa and Scar a bit, and, and it's a really 
it's not that big of a scene, but just some key dialogue gives you some better background on their relationship, which I thought was dope. Okay. Um. So who is it? Uh, Amin Hassan from um, ESPN, the basketball guy. Sure. He does not like Donald Glover. And his thing is, Donald Glover is the same guy in every movie, every show. Yeah, true. His performance of Simba kind of made me think that. Yeah. Donald Glover as Simba is no different than Donald Glover on Atlanta. Atlanta? <laughs> same right. inflection, same right. reaction to things. And this portrayal of Simba actually made him look a bit more like, yo, you a sucker. Oh, wow. Like, he didn't, he doesn't bring the emotion that I think, was it Matthew Broderick that did Simba in yep, the first that's one? Right. Yep. He just didn't bring the emotion. And, oh, man, this Beyonce was the worst. <laughs> Dog, and I don't care. I don't care if the beehive gets on me. She can't act. And it's okay. Yo, it's okay that you can't act. Summer, like, I would just be walking around randomly. Are you with me, Lions? And my wife would be like, shut up. Shut up. <laughs> like, she can't, she can't voice act. She cannot. It's, she, you know what Beyonce can do? Beyonce can sing. That's fine. They should she just can't let you do everything. And leave it at right. that. Right. Like, it's okay. I don't. And like I said, the, you know, Beehive, you know, if, if this is made it to them, they would, you know, come at our heads. But And I don't care. Roast me in the comments. But I will, I'll, you know, this is a hill I will die on. She cannot act. Everybody can't act. This ain't everybody's calling. You know what I mean? This it's is not, not everybody's like, you know who could act? Janelle Monet can actually act. Oh, really? Yo, you have to watch Homecoming on Prime Video. Okay. I don't watch no series on Amazon Prime because I just never associate them with good TV shows. But they have them. Watch season one. You don't have to. Honestly, you don't have to watch uh, watch season one. She's in season two. She can act. Okay. See, okay. That's, that's, that's. Everybody can't, you know, that's not everybody's lane. She's, you know, gifted enough where she can sing. She can't sing as well as Beyonce, but she can sing, but she can act. I just wish, I was like, you know, you, you can't. I remember watching Beyonce. Uh, I don't know. We're, I know we're off on a tangent, but whatever. We're just talking. Um, watching that thing, it was Carmen, the remake of Carmen Jones. Oh, man. <laughs> it's like, dog, you can, you know, uh, Yasin Bey, formerly Most Deaf, he can Most act. Can act. He can act, yeah. Beyonce can't act. Makai Pfeiffer, because Makai Pfeiffer's an actor, can act. Beyonce just can't act. That's okay. That's fine. You know she can sing, and she's you know, and she's a you know, damn good. It's she's damn good at that, and that's fine. So, um, but yeah, as far as like that that emotional connection, if, uh, I have never felt one until I saw Yandu and Star Lord. The same way I felt, and that was only at the end, and it was with between um, Simba Mufasa when Simba is trying to wake Mufasa up after Scar oh, killed man. him. Like I said, bro, I can't watch that again. I cannot watch that scene. That scene cuts too hard to me. Um, it's just it's 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 too much. So, uh, but to, to to bring it back full circle with all this, you see, you mentioned all those movies. The only one I'm I'm completely up for is Thor. I'll spend my money to see the rest of the movie because I'm a Marvel head. But the only movie I can honestly say that man, I'm you know I'll see again is Thor. It's tough. You did all the classics, you know. You, you did all the classics on your first go round. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, you, you, Captain America and Iron Man's like, bro, you. It's it's hard. You know, you know who wants to come after them? Yo, 
Um, and I talk about this a lot, uh, movie punishment with Mike. I will never forgive Robert Downey Jr. for denying me a true Oh, uh, you see three. <laughs> Which is why I'm so excited for Cap uh Falcon and Winter Soldier. Cause I feel mm-hmm. like this is the real Captain America three. Right. Cause Civil War wasn't Captain America three, it was Avengers two point five. <laughs> okay, okay, fair enough. That's a good assessment. So I'm excited for that. I can't wait for Eternals. Because it's like all Jack Kirby stuff. Like he like wrote Thanos and a bunch of the, like their space and cosmic stuff. Right. So I'm excited for that. Um, Thor, I, I like what Tycho did with the last one. So I'm pumped for that. But you know what's crazy? I'm not really. I'm worried about Black Panther 2. Because the expectations are now oh. somewhere where. Like unrealistic. Astronomical. Yes. And I felt like with the first one, everybody on that set knew, like, yo, we have to bring it, or they're not going to give us this type of money again for a film. You are absolutely correct. <laughs> all this, all this blackness, uh, you know, yeah. fictional. Like, now we we got to make this right. Ryan Coogler knew, like, this has to happen. Yeah, yeah, you're right. And I had, I, I just, I hope they're not under that same gun. But you know how folks are when it comes to giving money to black folks. It might be Ooh. the same way, like, we got to bring it again. Yeah. And you know what's great? This is kind of like, we talk about equality. That's real equality. Giving people the ability to fail. That's and exactly you know you're going right. to get another you opportunity. The, that's exactly right. I, I, you took it right out of my mouth. Yep. Allow me to stay the space to screw up. That's right. And let me get the same forgiveness mm-hmm. and second, cha- second, third, fourth chances that you would give somebody else. That I is lie. equality. Yeah. Hayden Christensen. I've watched him in bad movie after bad movie after bad, and somehow every couple of years he, he lands a role. And I, for, for I literally thought like maybe it was just the, it was the writing. It's like then I saw him in like th- like two other movies. Like nope, he just can't act. That's all. You know what? Uh, what's my what's the dude that plays Thor's actual name? Um, Hemsworth. Oh, um, Hemsworth. Yeah. Everything outside of Thor has been bad. Hmm. Yeah. Yep. Give us the same leeway to fail, to be mediocre as these other uh, uh, faces in Hollywood. That that's 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 exact. That's exactly right. Real equality. That's real equality. Think about Robert uh, Downey Jr. Mm-hmm. That man was untouchable before Ke- uh, Iron Man. Oh, bro! I remember he he crashed and burned in the in the eighties and nineties. He was he was he was doing bad. He was doing. I, then- I, I, I didn't expect him to live. And then look at everything he's done since Iron Man. It's been yeah. bad. Hey, hey, relax, man. I like Sherlock Holmes. What? Yeah, yeah, I like it. I like his portrayal. No, uh, it's one what? thing to say I like something. <laughs> Was it good? <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, should I have said this out loud? <laughs> I, I, I kind of liked it. Was it good? Uh, uh, okay. I, I guess maybe I'm a sucker. For, I'm a sucker for a period piece, so maybe it's that. Um, I don't know. I I like the movies. I don't know. It's not okay. It's not. It's not like you know, War and Peace. But you know, it's a great way. It's an okay way to pass like an you know two hours or whatever. It ain't even Iron Maybe, Man two. And it ain't okay. It ain't Iron Man two. Okay, Iron Man two yeah. was horrible. And then yeah, you're right. And then didn't he just do like a Doctor Doolittle thing too? That looked that looked, oh, that joint looked trash. Bad. You know what's crazy? That looked trash. What? Chris Evans had a better MCU run than um, 
Robert Downey Jr. did. Oh yeah, yeah, and and I and I hated uh, I hate anything and everything about uh, the Fantastic Four. I mean, I hated them. And I hated them in print and 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 in in movie. So yeah, because if we keep it a, a, a buck, as the kids would say, Iron Man one is good. Mm-hmm. Two is all over the place. Right. Three, while I liked, it's not good. But Rand, come on, bro, come on. We've we've gone down this road before. You, you, I'm not saying you're not right, but we know you just don't you don't like Robert Downey Jr. No, no, we here's know the thing. It, I'll say this. They could not have picked a better person to play Tony Stark. Oh, yeah, absolutely. He is absolutely. Iron Man. Yeah, he's the finer character. His po- He just has bad Iron Man movies. Yeah. Yeah, true. You look at, and I love Captain America, the first Avenger, but it wasn't a great movie. I can admit that. Okay. The turnaround I that think- you g- get from one Captain America First Avenger to Civil War is like night and day. Well, Civil War is a, is, a, is probably one of the Civil best War, movies I mean, in the Winter franchise. Soldier. Like, Winter Soldier is probably, yeah, the best movie in the franchise. Yeah. And then if you look at it, the whole MCU pivots. It just changes after that film. Like, they found their groove with that. Yeah. Yeah. And that's yeah. what I, I always I tell people. When people complain about Man of Steel, I thought Man of Steel was phenomenal, but I know where it has its flaws and I know why people don't like it. And then I always hear people excuse, like, oh, Superman's so powerful, you can't write a movie with him. If I'm DC, I pull up to the Russo brothers' house, and Feely and the other guy that wrote Winter Soldier in Civil War, and Endgame, and Infinity War, how much money do you need to fix this? If that's what I'm doing, if I'm DC. But, you know, I don't know, you think maybe it's a pride thing? Maybe it's like, yeah, well, you know, we can, we, we can know what we're doing. We can nah. make this work. They just hired... um. James Gunn to do Suicide Squad too. Oh, there's gonna be there's gonna be there's gonna be a second one. Are you serious? They they gave it. It's done. Uh, it's it's okay. done. It's just editing. He he directed that, and then he's going back to do um Guardians of the Galaxy three. It's all done. He, John Cena's in it. They offered Will Smith the chance to come back. He said it was scheduling stuff. Then the reports were that they gave Idris Elba the role of Deadshot. And then that. they took it back because I guess Will was like, it was just scheduling. It wasn't that he didn't want to do it. Okay. But that movie's completely finished. So it's just, you know, next summer. You know what DC movie, DC comic that I grew up reading? And mind you, I, I read stuff that's that's not as popular. Um, but I wish they would do. Um, I wish they would do uh, Green Arrow as a movie. I mean, can, I liked it as a comic. And it can be done. I think the reason we didn't get it was because we had that CW show Arrow, right? And that was all that show was. We can't do Batman on TV, so we'll just turn Arrow into Batman. So what I did. It was, I can't tell you how many times. And when I was a kid, we were my, my friends and I would argue about who was a better shot, Green Arrow or Hawkeye. Yeah, that's I mean, a tough one. you know, that's a tough one. It's it's tough. tough you know one. what I mean? Yeah. I mean, they're they're equal. They're equally, you know, great shots. I mean, I've seen, I've seen the the, the something online too, like you know, who's the better shot? You know, Green Arrow, Hawkeye, or Legolas? It's like, uh, Legolas is clearly. Oh yeah, it's Legolas. Like, all them dudes. Like, like Legolas is clearly the, the best shot out of all three. Ogres in a battle. Right, <laughs> right. Legolas is like literally the best shot, like 
ever ever written. So yeah, it would definitely be legless. But um, so I would like to see something like that. I I don't know, man. Um, when the, you know when the movies come back out and you know it, the CDC decides that it, or not even the CDC because I'm not even listening to them. When you when decide. I feel <laughs> when I feel real feel ready to go back to the movie theaters, I'll go. Um, you know, and Marvel always get my money. It's just that they have a, a tough road to hoe ahead of them, man. Um, they, you know, I think they, you know, it's, it's one thing to have success. It's another thing to maintain it. You know, it's, it ain't what you cop, it's what, it's what you keep. So I don't know where they go from here. Um, and this COVID thing put a strain on their, on their momentum and it's hard to generate momentum. I think they'll be okay because let's, let's be honest, 22 films. They got us. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Well, that's but see, this, now it's, it's momentum. It's like, okay, can you keep it? I, I think they can. I I am very worried about DC because okay. Henry Cavill's coming back, but then you get the reports where they're going to use him like Hulk, where he'll be like a co-star in other people's films. Oh, uh, no, no. Then you get, they're letting Zack Snyder finish his movie. But you okay. have another Batman movie coming out. Because now they've kind of screwed up. You have this Joker thing, which supposedly doesn't connect to the DCEU. Right. And then this Batman, which we're not sure if it connects to the DCEU. But then you've got Wonder Woman, Aquaman, Shazam, Suicide Squad 2, and Harley Quinn, which all seem to be playing in the same universe. That's a lot. And then you've got a Justice, I mean, a a Green Lantern show that's going to be on HBO Max. (sighs) So it's like... And and it's crazy because there was a period in time where I was saying, yo, they should just make movies and if they connect, they connect. Now that it looks like that's that's what they're doing, it's kind of like, I guess, but you might confuse some people that aren't aren't like us, that are on Twitter and talking to each other and I don't know. Yeah. Quick, real quick, you know what? Uh, I I was, we're talking and I was thinking, I was thinking about my, uh, my being upset with the fact that Aquaman isn't a bigger they had so much potential to do well with Aquaman, DC. You know, I, I wish Marvel. You know, they could they could they could knock it out the park if they could do Namor. If they could do the Submariner movie, do so, that as a movie. I've, there were a lot of rumors online that that's going to somehow tie into Black Panther two. I don't know how much validity right. there is to that, but that's what right. I read a lot of places. You could. You should. Yeah, I'm like, dog, do that, do that movie. That's another, that's another uh, character that we all. Uh, I, I can't say all of us, but I know a lot of my, you know, the guys I grew up with, the people I grew up with, who were huge Marvel fans. Like, that's a you could you could do a lot with Namor, man. You know what I mean? You have a whole world to play around with with Atlantis. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, and 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 you have a lot of wiggle room because he's not really a hero. Namor. Is an asshole. I'm like you have you could really play into his his being an asshole. There's a storyline. There's an Illuminati storyline where it's like him, Captain America, Stark, Reed Richards, and Professor X and Beast, and they're basically killing off like other Earths from the multiverse. Oh and wow! He's on some like I just don't care. Like let's kill them all. As long as they don't kill ours, I'll kill them all. Name was about his people. About yeah. I have anything else. He's about his people. If you're an Atlantean, he's about his people. And I, so I guess if this if these are his allies, you know, he's he's not he's not afraid to do what he needs to do. So yes, do stuff like that. Yeah. You know, but you know, whatever, you know. 
I'm just hey, we, I'm just a guy who rides, who reads the comics and buys and watches the movies. Uh, so before we wrap it up, if there was one hero that you could have a movie made out of, can't a minority hero, black, uh, Polynesian, Native American, mm-hmm. who would it be? Uh, and it'll be a, a minority hero. Um, yep. okay. This is a this is a tough one. Um, we already have the biggest one. We already have Black Panther. Um, you know, but see, this is I'm probably not the best person to ask this because uh, I like I've always I grew up liking obscure, obscure. That's cool. Characters. That's what I want to hear. Um, one of my favorite characters. This is going to seem real obscure. Um, one of my favorite characters growing up was. You, do you know Sunfire? That you see, you don't even. Sunfire. Okay, Sunfire is a Japanese mutant. Um, He's rich, but he's he's an ass. (laughs) He's a you know, um, and it's he is uh, he can generate heat. He can generate fire from his hands, and he can fly. Um, And a lot of times, you had him in X Men comic books, and he was even part of the X Men. Well, they try to get him into the X-Men, but he's such a jerk that he, um, he kept on rejecting their, 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 um, their invitation. So, you know, I'd like to see a Japanese. I'd like to see the sun. I'm, I'm a huge, I don't know if it's maybe because of his powers or just the fact that he's a jerk. Um, or I just like this, his, his costume. Um, I always like, I'd like to see Sunfire. I'd like to see, what's his name? Uh, he's, he's not, he's a white guy. Um, I, I'd like to see what's his face done, done more with him. Um, what's what's his, uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, he is a mutant. He is Wolverine's um, Wolverine's nemesis. Sabretooth. Uh, I like to see more with him. Sabretooth. I was you. I liked. I loved him growing up. Um, I like oh, to see like some of guys. Yeah, I'm a big bad guy fan. I like to see. You know, we know what team I like to see. Alpha Flight. I grew up watching okay. reading Alpha Flight. Okay, I'd love that. to see that. Yeah, and 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 like, and if you want to play into the whole, if you want to go into uh, you know current events, uh, North Star is gay. So there's that. You know what I mean? Um, but I I'd like to see Alpha Flight. You know what I mean? Uh, you could do a backstory with Alpha Flight, and you could tie uh, Wolverine because Wolverine was an original member of Alpha Flight. Yes, he was. Um. So, but as far as minority characters, I definitely like to see uh, Sunfire. You know, you know, ja- and sh- straight up Japanese. Um, I don't know how it would play here in the U.S., but I'd like to see that. How about you? Um, and this is gonna sound bad the way I want it though. I want War Machine. I want a War Machine movie. Okay, and That's not I want bad. them to play up when he had like anxiety and had panic attacks, and he was deathly afraid of getting inside that armor. I remember that. Oh man, I, I man, I for, I'd forgotten that story arc. That's what I want. Yeah. You know what? I, you know what I really wanted, and they kind of like try to like tiptoe on it in Iron Man too. Remember when he was an alcoholic, the demon in the bottle? He was yeah. Just, and like Rhodey had to take the suit away from him. But like in the really, comic books, they, they was, really go in. Yes, in the comic books, remember that storm? Yeah, yeah. In the comic books, they really go into how how Stark was a straight up alky. Um. Yeah, good call. Good call. Yeah, I forgot. I, it's been so long since I read that. Those. Yeah, that that would be great. 
I, I just I, I, that's what I want for War Machine. Like play up when he had that anxiety and panic attacks and was just terrified, and then was just like, I'm not even working with Tony anymore. I can't do this. Right, right, and have and have it where, where there's a need for him. You know what I mean? Yes, that forces yes. him to overcome that that anxiety. Good call, good call. Yeah, I, once again, if, if Marvel puts it out, I would see it. You should you should cash your hat in the ring and and, and you should try to direct it, man. That's you. I can see um, you do it. Folks, uh, thank you for listening. I know these are tough times. Some people are confused. Some people are angry. Um, yeah. A lot of people are hurt. Uh, hopefully, I don't want to say I want this to be a distraction because I don't want anybody distracted. What's going on? I don't want us to be dialed in. Hopefully, it's a little break, you know, a little time out, rest up, get your energy back, and then get back out there and help with any way that you can. Whether you're on the front lines, whether you're on social media, whether you're fighting for change in your workplace, yeah, even your household. You know, some of us might live with some folks that. And don't agree. Don't see eye to eye. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you for listening. And this is, you know, this is what I, what we're going to be talking about here on the Dope Show. I want to amplify uh, black voices, black content creators. So happy that my man Jim came on. Um, Jim, tell us where you can find you on social media. Always, uh, always a pleasure, big dog. My cousin from another mother. This is uh, I do a show called the Regularly Irregular Podcast. Um, I keep saying that and I need to actually record an episode. It's been a minute and people have been asking, but my show is called the regularly irregular podcast. Um, we talk about current events, mental health, physical health, um, whatever's on my mind. I put it out there. I figure if I'm thinking about it, maybe you, uh, you guys are too. And maybe if, if I'm thinking about it, maybe it could help somebody else. I can be found on, uh, Twitter, on Instagram. I have a page on Facebook. Um, and I, uh, and not just there, I do my uh, collaborations primarily with my man ran here. So looking forward to doing more of that. And with, uh, all the current events going on, you got no shortage of material to talk about. Who, bruh. Every time I think, oh, I'll talk about this. And then I wake up the next day. It's like, okay, what fresh hell have we woken up to do now? All right, my thing um, is who said something stupid last night? Right. <laughs> it's like, okay. And, and, and now, and like, now Mitt Romney is marching in a Black Lives Matter uh, 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 rally. It's like if you would have told me last year, like, oh yeah, you know, June of twenty twenty, Mitt Romney's gonna, you know, and be uh, masked up in a Black Lives Matter uh, rally, I would have called you crazy. But twenty twenty has been uh, has been a mother, so you know, now maybe I'll talk about that. I don't know. It's just a matter of sitting down. And c- collecting my thoughts and actually committing to to you know recording something. But you know, I just learned. Yo, that's how no. his dad gets down. Yes, that's exactly right. That's I didn't exactly know that. Right. That was his dad's mo. Like I'm gonna yeah, be on these streets with the people. Yeah, that's exactly right. That was definitely his dad's mo. And uh, some people are saying like, oh, you know, you, you you're trying to you know gain some sort of notoriety. You know, you know, uh, riding your dad's coattails. With listen, you know, at this point, Rand, I don't. Get on a bus. I, 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 yeah, I, 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 I'm not with the performative, but by the same token, he is no friend of 45. So just like the old adage, uh, the enemy of the enemy is my friend. If you're no friend of 45, then we're riding together at least for this the time being. So I'm with it. That's what's up, man. Um, anything you want to tell the people before we get out of here? Uh, yeah, just just like to, just to to. You you really summarized it, but just to to back up what you're saying, um, people um, take care of your mental health. I was talking to, if you don't mind, Ram, I'm gonna no, go uh, ahead, man. Just 
um, I was talking to my mother uh, a few days ago. I, I stopped by. She, I, I called her. I, I get off work. I'm, I'm on night shifts. I get off work and I call her. I say, "Hey, just just to, just to holler at her," and she um and she's in a panic. And my mom, you know, is you know pretty pretty a collected person. Um, but she calls me. And she, I, when I call her, she's in a panic. Come over here. Come over. Come over here. So I come over to the house and I'm like, "What's up?" And she's you know she said, "I'm just having a really bad anxiety attack." And I said, okay, anxiety attacks are very real. Um, she's a woman of science. You know, she has her master's degree in immunology and stuff like that. She considers herself a woman of science. She's trying to rationalize her anxiety away. I'm like, listen, anxiety attacks are, are very real. Um, but when I was a, a younger paramedic, we used to poo-poo them. But you get to seeing, you get to being on the other side of it. It's It's not a game. And part of what was causing, what is, not what was, what is causing her anxiety is is that she's plugged into the media 24-7. She doesn't have a whole lot to do. She's been retired for years. So she's staring at that, that, that not the computer screen, but she's staring at the TV screen watching the news. I'm not saying not to be informed, people. I'm not saying not to be informed. But what I am saying is that you need to unplug and unplug for the sake of your own mental, spiritual, psychological health. It yep. takes a toll. I can't watch any more. Um, I hate seeing people suffer, but what I see a lot on TV is a lot of black body suffering. I can't watch black bodies suffering anymore. And at first, I used to beat up on myself because of it. Like, oh, I'm soft. No. It, I, I, I don't look at that stuff in the name of preserving my mental health. Um, it's not natural for people to be seeing this stuff. And what we need to realize is that maybe we need to unplug. Like if it's, if it means turning off, turning off your, your social media, that's usually what it is for everybody these days, stepping away from social media for a time, turning off that TV, um, engage with a book, engage with some music, uh, whatever it is that gives you some joy and some peace and some peace. That's the main thing gives you some tranquility because these times are, um, are, 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 are dynamic. There's nothing There's nothing static right now. Everything's dynamic. It's changing from minute to minute to minute. And usually none of it's, you know, there's a couple of positive things, but a lot of it's negative. And these images you see on the, on the media, um, they can drive you nuts. So I say, my parting words are this, maybe take a, take a, a break, you know, and don't feel bad for taking a break from all this, whether it's social media or TV or whatever. Um, you know, this stuff will all be here when you get back. Yeah. Um, but, but preserve your mental, uh, who said that was, was, uh, what was, what's his face? The running back from, uh, from what's his face? The, the running back from Seattle, uh, Marshawn Lynch, preserve take your, care mentals. your mentals, take care of your mentals. That's right. You got to take care, take care of your chicken and, and take care of your mentals. And it's, it's, it's real. This stuff will have you out here. Um, not in a good headspace. Uh, so I, you know, whatever it is, connect with your family, connect with your God, whatever you do to, to get that centering and that peace, go ahead and do it. And that's, that's why I'll leave it right there. Oh man. Yes. And I got to heed your words. Cause I've been on my phone way too much. You know, I like some phones, you got that thing where it shows you what your screen time is. Yeah, oh yeah. Me too. Me too. Twitter, yeah, Twitter, Twitter's, Twitter's my Twitter's my addiction. Yep. Yeah, 
Um, I am yeah. definitely addicted to that refresh. Yep, <laughs> dude, I'm right with I'm right with you. Twitter is, I like it, it. It used to be, I used to like it used to be Facebook, but Facebook is like really, really. Now that I see what Zuckerberg is really is really on, I, I try to stay off it as much as I possibly can. But Twitter is, it's so it's so it's real time. Um, I get that real time news and that real time feedback that fits. And it's, I get that fix. Yeah, you know what I mean. Um, and I need to step back, knowing good and damn well after I get off the phone with you, I'm gonna go downstairs and hit refresh. Twitter. <laughs> I'm, gonna hit, I'm gonna look at Twitter. I'm not. Well, I'm not gonna lie. I'm, 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 not, I'm not gonna lie. But I'm, I'm not gonna do it all night. I'm not gonna do it all night. So yeah. So there's that, folks. Thank you for listening. You can find me on Twitter, Ardell Burns, Instagram, <laughs> right. Bruce Wayne BPT, and the words of most deaf. We are alive in amazing times. Peace. Mm. Peace.